0: The City Hill podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. Okay, so Jeremiah chapter 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So this is something that God had said to to Jeremiah. So you think, okay, hold on. So before I was formed, God knew me. So he knew the plans that he had for me. He knew my characteristics. He knew what he had put in me. He knew everything about me. So he would know whether if I'm really, when I'm saying, oh, I'm a warrior, whether that's true or not. Well, he wouldn't think that actually, because he says that um, we must be anxious for nothing. So. But again, that's why it's important to have a relationship with God and, and to be able to read the Word of God, so that there's certain things with regards to our identity and um, the identity that Christ has given that we can then um, not—I was going to say—morph into, but um, grow into grow into. Okay, so yeah, so before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. And before you were born I consecrated you so God set us apart so this is even before we came into the world God had already set us apart he's setting in every individual in this world apart so whether you're Christian or not you've been set apart he's placed a purpose on you but what happens is so God determines our purpose but we determine our destiny so some people could think about, like, if God did that, so why are so many different people not having a relationship with God? But that's because we determine our destiny. We are, And that's been done through our actions, through our thought processes, through our mindsets, through our attitudes. These are the things that are going to either um, allow us to submit to that purpose or fall away from that purpose. Um, I know the consequences of not submitting, and it's not great. (laughs) So the best thing we can do is submit to the call. But also God is a a God that he likes us to understand um, what it is that we're doing. It it might not be a thing where you fully understand everything that God's doing, but have a relationship close enough with him to know that he's got my best interests at heart. Um, There's times when he might tell me to do something. I don't know why. I I, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. But because I've had a relationship with him, I'm able to trust him. Just the same way as any individuals, like friends, family members. You know those you can trust and you know those that you can't. So, um, also, with knowing the word of God, it will keep our stress levels low. Because life is life. And at the end of the day, we're all going to um, experience different things in our life. So it's about having a close relationship with God because he says, be anxious for nothing. When you look at that, you're thinking like nothing, Lord. Like I know that there's certain things that I've been through in my life and I will be in my right to, to be anxious. And again, uh, the, uh, that's the, about the determine what are you determined to do? Are you determined to do things God's way or your way? Because our way always leads to a path of um frustration a path of not um knowing where it is that you're going confusion and all of these things so it's important again to have a relationship with god because then he will encourage you he will he will even encourage you when he's given you something you don't know what he's doing and he will encourage you to just be just be cool just be still like i've got you i'm not telling you what it is but i've got you and that so yeah it's um Again, he will encourage you in in those things. Okay, so the whole um, purpose for God creating the world was for him to establish and to extend his kingdom into the earth. So that's where we come into it, where we're used as vessels to manifest his will into the world, onto the earth. So if you turn to... Um, Genesis 1, chapter 28 and 29. And the Lord God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their own kinds, livestock and creeping things, and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. So I am reading above. Okay, here you go. Then God said, let us make man in our own image, in our, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Sorry. So again he wanted to extend his kingdom out into the earth he's created us he's given us a purpose each and every one an individual purpose and plan over our lives so what then happened from there was obviously the fall of man where adam and eve um, was disobedient and then sin entered into the world so when you go back to Jer- jeremiah 1 5 god spoke that after the fall of man which means that even though the fall of man has taken place when we're in the womb god is already predestined and given us our identity he's given us our purpose okay so then what happens in between that so then there's another scripture that says that we're born in sin and and shaped in iniquity so when we are actually past i was going to say yeah when we are born (laughs) and we're born out into the world that's then when um, I believe that we come into contact with, or we're birthed out into sin. So then it's about finding your way back. And God normally will call you. When I remember um, when I was young and uh, before I got saved, I remember my cousin coming and speaking to me and saying, oh, God's calling you, like you've got purpose over your life. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't get what you're saying. And that because I felt very far from God. However, Um, he kept pursuing me so he puts a purpose on your life and he'll pursue after you to ensure that he's um, made that connection with you and that you can make your way back home to him okay so um after that that point for me I remember going to a conference and that was a concert I went to and um I was sitting down. And I think I've said this before, um, a couple of months before in Easter. So we're sitting down, and the, the music's playing, and I was just crying, just crying. I didn't understand why I was crying, but I just kept crying. And obviously, it was the presence of God that was just overwhelming me. And then I, um, the pastor, turned around and said, "Oh, like if there's anybody that wants to give their life to Christ, like come up." And I, I, I just knew. And I'm sitting in my seat and I'm just itching in my seat because I'm like, ah. like I, know, I know this is me because the way how I always describe it and it, it felt like in, you're in a doctor's surgery and they call out your name and you're like, OK, that's, yeah, that's me. So I knew that God was calling me to come into this life that I had no clue about. I, I didn't know what I was expecting. I've seen other Christians, but I didn't. What does that mean for me? Like, how is that going to change my life? What is, what is that going to do for me? Nevertheless, I went up. So obviously there was something in me that knew him. There was something in me that, that knew that I could trust him. Um... And part of that would have been that word that he's spoken into us before when he created us and he formed us and stuff. So there's a touch of him that you'll be aware of. You're, you're, there's something ab- about him, people coming and saying, give your life to Christ, or have a relationship with God, or even just talking about their own walk with Christ and and, and you feeling like, hmm, there's something. I don't know what it is, but there's something about that that feel, feels a little appealing. So when I... The, the man of God deliver gave me a word which I was like wow like, and part of that word is what I'm actually like walking out and stepping into now is ministry um, I wasn't I was surprised why God would have given gave me that word at that time when I had no clue about him I knew that he was a protector I knew that he was, he was the, the God and the ultimate one that is there and created everything but I didn't know much about him so he gave me a word anyway and um, that word has now started to manifest itself and it just shows you the importance of the word of god and how the word of, when we speak the word of god it will um it will release things it will um it will change things in our lives it um the word of god for me when i've decreed and declared things, as i i spoken things out into the atmosphere or the universe as some people would say um, all of those, um, the words that I would speak, they would then bring about change in my life or change in my family or change. Like one of the things that um, I would pray for when I was um, um, recently saved and all the way through up until now was salvation for my family. They're here with me now. So it just goes to show like that God manifests his word. He said that his word um, will not return unto him void. Um, so it's about marrying up with the word of God and allowing it to educate you, allowing it to show you your identity, show you who he is, show you the things that he has in store for us. And those things, as I said in the beginning, these are the things that why I think that spirituality and having a spiritual health, healthy well-being impacts your mental health, impacts you physically, impacts you um, emotionally and everything else and stuff because the Word of God is the one that sustains us. The Word of God is the the very thing that is going to help you when you're in dark times and things. I know that there's been loads of things that I've been through in my in my walk where I would think like but Lord like I'm doing as much as I can for you to change my life and everything else and stuff. Why are all these things happening? But the Bible always says that it um, there's a scripture that says that it was good that I was afflicted because in my affliction, I've grown stronger in my affliction. I've known how to lean on God in, in, in um, through um, the affliction that I've learned about me. And the affliction for me and my experience and stuff has crushed me, but has pressed out the anointing of God in me. So some of the things that I've been through and it was soon after I gave my life to christ i'm like why am i going through this like what is this about like i don't understand like i just come to fix up my life and like straighten up myself now and 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 do better like what is this heaviness on me but what i've learned is that the anointing of god is weighty like there's times when and and it doesn't mean if you're not a pastor or if you're not um on the a musician, Within the gospel industry, you're not doing things for God. Like The purposes of God could be you raising your family because you're raising, um, I don't know, a, a world leader within your home. And that, that is an important position and stuff for you to be nurturing that child and showing that child about the word of God and showing the child about who they are and everything else and stuff. And again, that mum will still go through weighty things and everything else because the weight of the anointing on her, is it's, it's, it's the kind of like when you go gym and you see them guys walking around and stuff, I know some of them like do things together but there's other ones that are <laughs> very natural when they're in there and, that, and, and building up their muscles and everything else and stuff but if you look at one of them and you say like i had to pick up i don't know 10 of these tables i know that i can call him to come and pick up the 10 tables and because he looks like he can carry that weight and it's the same thing for us like because sometimes things are not sometimes because the things in the, in the spirit are invincible we can't see them until they manifest themselves physically again where god wanted to extend his kingdom establish his kingdom on earth Sometimes it's like you don't understand why you're going through all these trials and tribulations and everything else and stuff until the manifestation comes through and you're like, I get it. Like, I totally get it now. I understand why I had to go through that. Or it could be a thing where there's something in you that God's trying to break in you because it's going to um, prevent you from moving forward into your calling and your purpose. And he's like, I can't have you. That That isn't even part of who you are. That is not the person that I've called you to be. So I need to break that in you. And he'll bring a situation and stuff to break that in you. And you're like, Like, why did this happen to me? Or if someone's been unfair to you, or whatever the situation will be, and that. And then when you really look at it, it's like, oh, okay. You're talking to me. It's you're trying to break something in me. You you brought about that situation stuff because you're trying to unveil something that needs to be ridded out of my life. There's a, a scripture in the New Testament that talks about if your eye sins against you, pluck it out. And you're like, when do you think of just plucking out your eye? Like even the very thought of it and that the imagination of it is just like like. But what he's saying is that anything that is going to get in between my relationship and your relationship, like get rid of it and ask me like ask me to help you ask me to help you with that thing and i will help you because at the end of the day i know your true identity i know what i've called you to be i know the the plans and the purposes that i have for you and they're good keep coming to me keep talking to me and no matter how where you're at in your life and stuff and how dark it is there's things that i've gone to god and and we'll all have things that no one will ever know about and that it would just be between us and him. But that, that's what happens in life. Not everybody's supposed to know your business. There's things that my best friend knows about me that I don't even think my, my family know about me. But that's how it goes. There's the, the relationship that you have with God. He, you can come with to him with everything and anything and that. And he won't shun you away and stuff and like that. You might caught you up and, and cuss you a little bit and stuff and that but in, even after that he was said, but I love you and you know that you're better than that you know that that thing is beneath you I didn't create I created you for greater than that and the thing is what he's trying to do again is woo us into believing and understanding and knowing that there's more to us than what it is that is in front of us and stuff you could be doing the right thing praying reading your bible going to church and everything else and stuff and goes like that's still not enough i still want more from you and you're like but good like i woke up six o'clock in the morning before the kids. I don't do that, I'm trying to do that now. But, <laughs> and, I, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm at, 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 um, on my knees and I'm praying and I'm worshiping the house and everything else and stuff, which I have been doing. And, um, and it's like, no. And, and, and there's that, that knowing in you, again, it's because of the word and that touch, that forming and stuff. Like, it's like when a baby comes out of the womb, it knows it's mother. the the mother's never touched it but it knows her heart heartbeat it it remembers her heartbeat because the baby's been in the womb it knows her voice the baby will know the father just by the voice so how much more God who formed us and knitted us in the womb in our in our mother's womb and it's I I say all the time like even if this because some people think, oh, God's not real. Da, da, da. Even if he wasn't, which I totally believe that's not the case. Living your life this way will benefit you. I promise you that. It will, it will help you to move forward in ways that you would never even dream of. Like, my experience for me is there's been things that... They talk about generational curses, and you hear about it all the time. Generational curses is just generational cycles, things that keep repeating itself. And they're normally things that are... Is, is sin that has filtered its way through different family um, bloodlines one of the things that God wants us to do is to abolish these things in our life through him and with him and, and that's again when I said before God determines your purpose we determine our destiny so through our destiny he may call you to demolish and abolish certain generational cycles in your family and that through prayer and um, through part- fasting whatever it is that he's called you to do and stuff and through declaring the word of God into your family's life so for instance one of um one of my things that I've gone on like my nan is this is my nan everybody my nan's never grown up with her dad my mum's never grown up with her dad I didn't grow up with my dad but God broke that cycle and my dad is here I have three kids and they, I have three kids and I have three different fathers for my children. But all of their, God is so faithful because as much as that wasn't the plan, even in his grace, all of my kids have their fathers in their life. That thing's been broken. Um, and, it, and I just say that to say that no matter what is going on in your life, in your family it could have gone on for a hundred years good done business he's like if you're gonna work with me I will work with you in it and I would abolish that thing and one thing that I, I encourage and stuff and I say it again in the Easter um, the time when I spoke around Easter was like I'm 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 very lovely nice easy to get on with and everything else and stuff but before I was saying I was very ghetto that like very much like I will I remember my brother went through some scenario, and I, me and my fr- I was like, come on, let's go. We're going to the boy's house. We knocked on the door. The boy's like, Wah. and that. I'm trying to push the door. I pushed the door and I walked in his house and I warned him, like, listen, duh, 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 blah blah, just set me up a stuff, and that and showed it. And that's not the that the first time because I'm very protective over my family. But being safe, what God has shown me is that I still have that protectiveness, but I now use it in prayer. I now use it in declaring the word of God over my family's life. I now use that in in encouraging their walk, encouraging um, them through whatever it may be. And the same vice versa and stuff like that. Because when God brings you out, he brings out one to bring out many. And then the many can then influence other people. So that's another reason why God says like in the word where it says, um, when you pray for your enemies. And as much as, are, oh, because oh, I just want to thump them in their forehead, but it's like, <laughs> pray for them so they stop doing the nonsense that they're doing and impact other people. And that, again, comes down to the purpose of God, because if you know who you are, you know that what they're doing is not what God called them to do. So pray for them, because you need grace, you needed the grace as much as they need the grace. There's no difference. And we start looking and seeing people in a different light, because you're like, well, at the end of the day, like, as, as much as that person has done me wrong, at the end of day I've done the same thing and I've done the same thing to God every day because at the end of the day God says it's about righteousness and holiness righteousness and holiness is set in, being set apart it means doing things God's way and not your own way sometimes we make it so heavy and this and the other stuff like sin is doing things your way it's, it's going against the, um, what God has decreed and, and called out in the, um, for how the, the whole world or the whole universe has been established and you're like nah I want to do it my way. That's, that's what Satan did and why he got kicked out of heaven and that uh, when he was um, Lucifer. He's like, oh, I want my throne to exalt over God's throne. And God's like, yeah, come, get out. And, uh, and then what he's now done and you see the, the, see the characteristics and stuff and that in, 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 um, with regards to the fleshy characteristics in him is like, okay, I'm out. You's lot come out because like, I'm not staying here by myself. So he'll try and do certain things and everything else and stuff. To make us do the same thing and put ourselves in a position where we're now going against what God says and doing what we want because He knows the consequences of that. And you know when people are like, oh, well, if if I can't have you, no one can have you, sort of thing and stuff like that, sort of warped mentality. So He's like, well, if I'm here, then I'm going to draw everyone here with me. You hear it? Misery loves company and stuff and that. You want? I'm not. No, I'm not your company. Like at the end of that, I'm giving my life to Christ and I'm trying. that like, no matter how much. I fail I'm going to keep going to God if I've just sinned I'm going to keep going to him if I've no matter what it is that I've done or I thought I've done and stuff God said before I formed you I knew you so He knew everything that I was going to, this is no surprise. Any of the things that I've done is no surprise to him. He knew all the things that I was going to do, but he called us anyway, because that's how much his love and his grace extends to us because he's like, at the end of the day, once they get it, they'll get it and I will have them and they will understand who they are and start walking in their purposes and walking in the things that I've called them to do. So it's like, okay. So it's important. Sorry. it's important for us to really stick on to God and to really um, embrace his call in our lives and one thing that I would just say lastly that um, has helped me when after having my daughter and having like severe post not even post prenatal and postnatal depression it was bad and I had OCD with it it was terrible and I was I was at in an environment that didn't understand what I was going through, and could made it worse, where I felt I was losing my mind, like in a Sainsbury's and walking up and down in an aisle, and um, thinking like, oh, the, um, thinking like, oh the Holy Spirit's talking to me because this is one of the things we was taught. So it's like every little thing I heard before is the Holy Spirit. And I was lit, but it, it was entangled with just going through a mental health episode at the time because I was like buying something for my daughter. And it was like, get that one. No, get that one. And I'm walking down, up and down the aisle like this. And that this is how much my mind was this, in a real critical place. And I thank God that I'm here now. And, and the most... The funny thing is when Andy messaged me and he told me what, because I spoke to him about ministry and, 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 um, and preaching. So when he told me what, when I would do it and what the topic would be, I laughed out so loud. Because the very thing that the enemy wanted to destroy me with was my mental health. And I'm up here talking about mental health, Amen. the other side of it. And I give God thanks for that. And thank, i just really thank him for the opportunity. And also, it, it just goes back to the word that he gave me when I was first originally saved. And that was "There are souls waiting for your ministry. Like, this is, this, this is, this is where I'm at now. I'm, I'm trying to embrace the word that he spoke over me in my mother's womb. The things that he decreed over me in my mother's womb. I'm now trying to, by his grace, because it ain't easy, trying to fulfill that plan and that purpose in my life now. And, yeah, just, like, every day, my prayer's been, Lord, help me to be all that you've called and created me to be. And I've, I've been saying this for a moment. I don't know where that comes from. It must have been the Holy Spirit, because I wouldn't afford to be praying and asking for that. But if you can ask him every day, Lord, help me to be everything you've called and created me to be, it will cause chaos. Don't get me wrong and stuff like that. It will cause people leaving your life because that purpose comes with a cost. Like, I don't look at other people and think, like, oh, I want what they know. Because are you willing to go through what they went through in order to get what they have and stuff? I don't think so. And not even this, that is an insult to God because God's like, well, I've given you something. Why are you looking out there when you've got something in here? So... Every day, Lord, help me. No matter what you think of yourself, it's about what God thinks at the end of the day. He sees where you're going to be at next month, next year, three years to come and stuff. God can turn your, our lives around like that, like nothing, because, if he's, because he's God. And right about now, I feel like God, because I would say to my family, I say to Trina, like, I feel like God's just done business right about now. He's like, I've had enough. You like, just need to fix up and I'm going to do whatever I need to do in order for that to happen and stuff. And that's what dads do. Sometimes, you know, when do they give you that chance, like, time after time with your mom, time after time, then they just get, listen, what did I say to you? And then, <laughs> they take out the, the bell if you're in a black family, like, you know, like take out the belt, and that will throw something at you. And, uh, so I think you can see, and, and at the end of the day, it's just love. He's just because he loves us. Some of the things we go through, it's not, well, why me and just that and the other. It's because I love you and I know there's greatness in you and I have to break you to get that out. So just submit and that. Like even when I'm breaking you, I will comfort you. The Holy Spirit is it. Like God has orchestrated and set up everything. If, if you've fallen by grace, Jesus Christ is there. If you need help with regards to your, your walk with him, he's there. Like he's, he's covered every single thing. It's just for us to go out in blind faith and say, you know what, Lord, I trust you. I might not understand what I'm going through right now. I might not understand what you're doing and that, but I trust you. And he'll make it happen. So I say that or to say that in order to keep yourself mentally healthy, like look at me, like I'm here and that from walking up and down the aisle. I remember there was a time we I was outside because the church I was going to was so spiritual and there was these flies, like, following me. And I was crying because I thought it was a spirit. <laughs> I thought it was a spirit. And I can laugh about it now, but that... I remember saying to God, like... I remember being in my, my hallway and saying to God, like, why... It looks like you're just looking at me and you're not doing nothing. Because I'm telling you, that was the most painful time in my life. Like I literally thought that I was gonna lose my mind. I didn't think I was gonna make it and and that because of all what I was going through at that time. But even when I was broken, even when when I felt like God wasn't there, he was there because he showed me today that he was here. He showed me that he never left me, he showed me that his word was real. And that his word was declared and it wasn't going to return unto him void. And the fact that I kept asking and praying and asking him, help me to be everything that I called him to be. I called it on myself. But I called it on myself because I knew there was something in me that knew that God had a bigger plan and purpose for my life. And I needed that. I, we need, there's people that are millionaires and, and, and they still commit suicide. Why? Because there's a purpose over their life. There's something that they haven't tapped into and that and the same thing when it comes to us as christians and stuff it's about tapping into who god's called us to be even as christians it's not enough to go to church on a sunday it's not enough to just read your bible he wants an intimate relationship with us there's people that sometimes like oh yeah but i go to a church on sunday can you imagine living with someone whether it's your partner or your child and stuff and all you do is talk to them on a sunday you're with them the whole time of the week you know and it's only on the sunday you're taught to them and stuff and and it's for an hour and then you go back to not chatting to them for the Rest of the week and that. Or um, I'm I like I've got three children, so I've got Naomi and Israel. I call Israel. Oh Israel, what's Naomi like? Uh, what, what does she want to eat? What does she like to eat? What kind of her favourite? And Naomi's sitting there, like, Mom, you're not gonna ask me, no? And it's the same thing with God, that's how real he is. Our life and our relationship with him. This is my definitely my last point with him, <laughs> it has to be so tangible as us being in here in this room and seeing one another we need to see god in our everyday dealings and stuff because at the end of the day when all and done, he created this world you know he created this world like he created this world for us and him that was the original plan so let us stick to that plan let us as i said he determines our purpose but we determine our destiny let us determine the, the destiny for our actions for our thoughts and everything else and stuff and just marry up with what he has got in store for us and stuff because it's it's amazing and it's lit. It's litter than lit. <laughs> so thank you. We really hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london.